Welcome to the Vision Principles Daily Podcast today. We're glad you're with us. This is Jack Irvin coming to you from Akron, Ohio. It's not snowing quite as bad today as it was, so we're just delighted you're here today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. This is uh, part two of Finding Your Life Vision. Yesterday we talked about understanding your purpose and answering the question of why you're here on earth. I hope you worked on that. Hope you spent some time praying and seeking the Lord and to ask the Lord what he calls you, what your title is. What are you called to be a teacher, a pastor, a mother, a business person? You can begin to understand your title that God has ordained for you to walk in. Uh, Paul had a title. But today we're going to talk about another subject and answer another question. The question today is, do you know the people and the place that you're called to minister unto? In other words, what people do you feel that God has put in your heart for you to minister to and the place that he has ministered, wants you to minister? Let me begin by... uh, reading a scripture is found in Nehemiah, I believe it's chapter 1, verse number 2. Let me get to it here as we start this podcast today, and I hope you're doing well, everything's going well. If you open your Bibles, you can join in with me as we read some scriptures this morning to really Help us understand what God's called us to do. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 2 reads like this. Hananiah, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah, and asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. You see, Nehemiah was in captivity. The Jews had been taken into captivity by the Babylonians. They'd already gone through 70 years. And the Babylons got overthrown by the Medes and the Persians. He was in the palace in Shushan with the king Artaxerxes as a cupbearer. And he got wind from another brethren in Jerusalem that the walls were burned down. They had been burned down for years, all the way back to really 586. But he began to get a burden, and he clearly knew the people that he was called to minister to. And he knew the place. The place was Jerusalem. Do you know the place you're called to minister into? Let me read you a couple more scriptures to help you with this concept because we're not called everywhere. We're called specifically to certain people. Paul had a call, clear call, to the Gentiles. He understood it without a doubt. He wasn't called to the Jews, even though he was a Jew. But God sent him to the Gentiles. It took him a little while to understand that, but he began to develop it. But let me read a scripture to you found in Matthew chapter 13, verse 24. Jesus reading goes, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. We're not just supposed to sow seed anywhere. We're supposed to sow seed in our field. Jesus is talking about what the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is like. Another scripture also found in Matthew chapter 
13, verse 31, reads like this. This is again Jesus talking to his disciples. Another parable he put forth them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. You notice here again the same phrase, in his field. There's so many other uh, examples of this throughout, and so many examples of God calling certain people to a certain place. So where do you feel the place is that God's called you to? You know, we're in the kingdom, and we operate. We walk with the Lord day in and day out. You know, the kingdom of God's much bigger than the church. You know, I don't want to burst your bubble, but the church is the training ground for people to operate in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not just the body of Christ. Everybody's like, well, I'm going to go to the kingdom and focus on the body. Well, that's part of the kingdom. The kingdom is everywhere that God's people walk in obedience to the king. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is within you. So if you're walking in the kingdom, you learn and you're trained and you're equipped to operate in your everywhere. Everywhere you go 24-7. It's probably one of the reasons why the church is in such bad shape because for so many years we focused on church buildings and going to church. And the good news is it seems like every teacher that you pick up the Bible with nowadays, and no matter what it is, they seem to be emphasizing the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Really, that's all Jesus preached about. He didn't preach about heaven much. He really preached about us bringing heaven to earth. We know that was clearly stated in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But do you know the place that God has called you to? Now, let me give you a little help here, okay? Uh, experts tell us that uh, place is another another word for that would be really your sphere of influence. And uh, there's different areas that we can influence. For example, you might be called to be an educator. So you might be called to education. In my case, when I was a young man, about 19 or 20, God called me to preach, and I knew that my sphere of influence was in the church ministry mountain. Yes, I would lead people to the Lord, but my main task was to equip the saints to walk with God as a pastor, teacher, and also as an evangelist. And I began to discover that when I was about 19, 20 years old. Maybe you're called to be a politician. I know with all the confusion in politics now and all the hate and all the discord, it would be awesome if God would send more and more godly people to go into politics so that we could sort out some of the mess that we're experiencing now. Maybe you're called to be in the arts and entertainment field. Maybe you're a musician. Maybe you're called to be on the media, TV or radio, where you can share your message with a great audience. There's so many. Maybe you're really called to be a business person. I just named seven areas. Let me ask you, does one jump out at you? Some of you have no desire to start a business. Some of you have absolutely no desire to be a politician, but maybe you want to be a street minister. Maybe you want to be a pastor. 
Maybe you want to be someone that ministers to the homeless. God has a place for you. So where do you feel God has called you? Who does who do you feel God wants you to help? That's the first error place. And then you have the people that he's called you to help. You know, this is something that God puts in your heart. You know, a lot of times we, we think that God's will is going to fall from the sky. And we really begin to get confused by the call of God. We think it's like some inescapable thing that he doesn't want us to know. But the Lord tells us in the word that he wants us to know the deep things of God. Matter of fact, when he spoke in parables, he told the disciples that it's to you to know the mysteries of spiritual truths, the hidden truths. It's for you to know them in the kingdom of God as you walk. So when we draw close in our relationship with the king, we talked about that yesterday, we begin to understand that God wants us to know the place and the people he's called us to help. So what type of people? Do you feel like God has called you to help? You feel called the homeless? You feel called to be an educator? Do you, you th- feel called to help women? Do you feel called to help men? Do you feel called to help a church? Do you feel called to be a business person? There are people that you really clearly just have a burden for. It's just absolutely clear. And when you think about it, you just know it. So where is that place? Do you understand that, you know, you really have a desire in your heart. God has put it there. It's not a selfish desire. It's a God desire. You see, when we get born again, we really begin to have the heartbeat of God. But if we don't walk close to him, we begin to really walk in darkness. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, the word said his blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. So you want to learn to draw close to the Lord. We talked about that in our podcast yesterday. You want to be able to know that you're in a strong relationship with him. And out of that relationship, you're going to begin to discover your God-given vision for your life. Uh, I'm writing the Vision Principle book. It'll be out in probably uh, about 10, 15 days. Next two or three weeks, it's called the Vision Principle. You'll be able to get it on the visionprinciple.com. But the whole idea of the book is to help you to find your life vision. You know, I go in churches all over, been in most of the states in the United States. And when you ask people what's their life vision, only about 10, 15% understand that. The rest are kind of a deer in headlight look in their face. And God really wants you to understand and know what he's called you to do. Let's pray. Let's just pray and ask the Lord to begin to speak to you and give you a burden for the place and the people that he's called you to touch. And and it's it's just so important that you don't just live your life mundanely every day, but that you begin to walk in the call that God has really placed in your heart. So let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We just bless you for those that are listening to my voice today. Pray, Lord, you just pour out your spirit on them. That you would let them know that you love them with an everlasting love. And Lord, you placed in their heart certain things 
that they're supposed to do. And Lord, you placed in their heart certain things and people in a place that they should minister. Lord, let them understand their field because the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man who sowed his seed in his field. Where's your field? And you know, you have to understand there's going to be all kinds of adversaries. Paul told people when he was praying for the saints that they would pray for him and, and pray for a door to be opened because he said there are many adversaries. When we begin to walk in the kingdom of God, we're going to have clashes with the kingdom of darkness. But thanks be to God, Jesus said, I've overcome the world. We are supposed to be overcomers. And one of the reasons why God allows things in our lives is to refine us. Because we talked yesterday about our primary purpose in our relationship with the Lord is that we might be conformed to the image of Jesus. That's found after the greatest scripture we've all heard sermons on, which is Romans 8.28. But Romans 8.29 tells us our primary purpose, which is to be conformed to the image of Jesus. And everything that happens to us, even our confusion, even our hardships, even our difficulties, even our frustration, even our own inner conflicts, all of that is designed for God to take and use it for our good to really conform us to the image of Jesus. So I want to encourage you today to begin to seek the Lord. Begin to ask the Lord that you really need to identify the place and the people that God has called you to. You answer the question, who am I called to help and where am I called to minister? I want to bless you today. Keep in touch with me. You can email me at pastorjack at com, And I'd love to hear from you. And when our new book comes out, if you send me my email address, if you click on that website, thevisionprinciple.com, and just click on join my email list, I'll send you an email only about once a week to just give you uh, some more resources. This podcast is found on Anchor. You can download an app on Anchor and you can listen to this. Going to do it probably five days a week. And there's going to be things that will help you to really discover, develop, and then define and do your God-given vision. Hope you have a blessed day today. In Jesus' name, know that uh, He really loves you and I know it's wintertime, most of you are up in the north, but he's going to keep you warm in Jesus' name. God bless.